Yo, 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 what's up? It is your girl, Ruby Chew. What's up? I'm so glad you came and stopped by to listen to this episode. I appreciate you. Before you move further, please make sure you are following Ruby Jew Radio on Facebook and Instagram at Ruby Jew Radio. Go ahead and get into this episode. We was live. We was in color. We was in full effect. We have the good interviews, the juiciest celebrity gossip, the real life topics, and we're also here to inspire you to do great in life. Don't forget to check out Ruby Jew website at R-U-B-Y-J-U-U-L-L-C.org. That is Ruby Jew Variety Shop. Once again, that is R-U-B-Y-J-U-U-L-L-C.org. Ruby Jew Variety Shop is a shop where I sell a variety of items because I may just have what you need. Don't forget to grab your favorite cocktail and come chill with your girl. Also, don't forget to check out Mellow Sauce because guess what? Remember... They got the drip, but I got the motherfucking sauce. Mellow sauce is a sweet and spicy sauce that goes on any and everything. Make sure you check us out on Instagram and Facebook at M E L L O W S S A U C E 93. Again, that is M E L L O W S S A U C E 93, baby. Get your sauce today. Go ahead and order. Go ahead and get into this episode of Ruby Drew Radio. Get into my new single, Crush Thing. And baby, I will catch you later. Because remember, life is too short. So have fun some of the time. And I see you staring back at me. And this my chance to show my shine. Facebook copying off Instagram doing them reels and shit now and so I reached out to her because what she was rapping about was very interesting and we'll get into what she rapped about later on in the interview but right now I want Equan to introduce introduce herself um she is a rapper she is fire I thought she was one of young Dolph artists because she sound like the nigga you know what I'm saying rest in peace young Dolph long long little Dolph you know what I'm saying what a great man and um Actually, me Equan stays. She we, we, we talked a little bit, and she kind of like stays around in the area where Dolph, you know, passed away. And so we're gonna get into like her rap, and then we'll talk about you know this this story that is just so phenomenal. It's it's, it's it's tragic, but her being a rapper and bringing light to it is gonna be the phenomenal part of it to 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 let the world know like, hey, this is what's going on, and I want y'all to know what's going on. So, Equan, without further ado, go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. You got the floor, girl. Go ahead. <laughs> hey to everybody. I am Equan. That's E Q U A N N two N's. I I'm from Mississippi. Actually, reside. 
in Memphis, Tennessee, so I can rip both. Have a show, love the both brother. But I'm a rapper. I've always been a rapper. Actually started off when I was writing as a child and it just developed into its own flow. And I use it to tell my, you know, my life stories, my life pain, my life struggles, which yes. made me here today. Yes, right. See, look, she said something very important tonight before we started. We was talking about our struggles and how we, you know, we, life can get you fucked up sometimes. Mm-hmm. And she say, what's the first, why, why we do, why the first thing we do is throw away what we love? And I was trying, I was telling her it was because of lack of the support. But she, you know, she really made me open up my mind and my eyes to what, to that. What she said made me think like, that is the first thing we do. We don't think about all, we don't think about all certain ways and the fact that, and I want, I'm just, I'm I'm finna land my plane. (laughs) The fact that you said that you rapping about your struggles and your pain got you here today. That's what we need to be doing. We need to intake our struggles and our pains and let that be the drive to get us what we got mm-hmm. we got to go. Just think about when you drive in a car. A car a car need all kind of work on it sometime when you drive it. But if you stop pressing that gas, get what's gonna happen. You ain't finna go nowhere. You ain't finna go no damn no well. So at the end of the day, let's take a let's let's let let our, let our struggles be our gas. Let our hardships be the gas to keep pushing and keep moving until we get to that destination. Mm-hmm. You don't never know what you around the corner from if you don't keep going. So yeah, see, you know what I'm saying? That's what we talking about that's what that's what we do over here. We motivate, we relate, we motivate. You know what I'm saying? We inspire over here. So yes, so you say you start rapping at an early age. Uh, is there anything uh, that yes. is there anything in particular that you like to rap about? Because I heard you was flowing and going and putting them words together. And baby, I can listen. I can rap a little bit, but baby, God damn. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, I wanna, you made me want to go out there and get in the studio and start rapping. Girl, I done had them pulled out my microphone fucking with you. Ooh, I was like, come on, yeah. I always support my women. I yeah. support my women. I don't know how to rap. So, like, when you're rapping, <laughs> what type of mind frame be in when you're rapping? Like, um, are it's, you, it's really, I'm sorry, you go ahead. Oh, are you like thinking about? what you gonna say does it just flow you know how sometimes when you do stuff you be in character so like are you in character when you talking do you just flow with it do you just go with it like how does it bro like how like like what you be feeling like you just be you feel the beat you feel the mode you know what i mean like what you be i just want to know what's your, where your mind at when you're ready um how can i put this like i'm gonna use my sister's song for example if you paid attention to the beat, it's the Mo3 beat come out, you know, to come outside. Mm-hmm. And if you know that song, you know the melody. And yes. it was basically like the hook of that song to come outside was stuck in my head. And nothing I do is ever forced. Mm-hmm. What I do is I live in my pain, you know? So whatever I'm feeling, it naturally comes to my mind before it hits paper. Like I don't get paper and be like, okay, what can I say? Like it naturally comes to my mind. And I just write it down. Then when I write that down, the next part comes. Then the next part comes. So that's what every song. <laughs> so do, are you a freestyle artist or you feel like you, I wouldn't do you consider yourself more a freestyle artist or you like to like write shit down on paper? 
it's a little bit of both because like I said, I never actually go find a beat and be like, what can I say to this beat? Or I don't actually just pull out my notes and be like, what can I say? Like it starts off in my mind, I just write it down, then the next part comes, and the next part comes. Like it's never a hard process. And like by the time I'm done typing in my notes, it's memorized. Like I can write a song, I can think of a song right now, write it down and recite it right back to you without looking. Like, I don't know. Dang, you that damn good? You that damn talented? <laughs> Sing. I, I fuck with it. I do. I fuck with it for real, for real. I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a writer. Like, I got to hear the beat a, a thousand times. Then I got to get, you know what I'm saying? Then I got to get in and, you know, I got to hear... You know what I mean? The beat a thousand times before I um before I actually start writing. So the fact that you can do that, that that that's dope. That's dope. I think you're gonna be. Uh, I mean, I'm just we just speaking. Of, I think you're gonna be. Um, I'm speaking to events. This I think you're gonna be phenomenal. I think somebody's gonna discover you, and you're gonna be a phenomenal rapper. Like you're gonna you're you're, you're gonna be like one of you know Nicki Minaj started off great. Like when she started off, she started off great, but but right. then, and then she as she developed, now she's immaculate. You feel what I'm saying? And that's how you're gonna be. You starting off great, and as you develop, you're gonna be immaculate. Like your flow gonna be so sick. You know what I'm saying? Like like coming up, you gonna wipe out them. No disrespect to Cardi B, or you know none of them folks that I feel like making the stay and wipe out the same shit. Uh, what's her name? Like bad bitch, I can be your fantasy. You got big dick energy. What's that girl name? Lotto, I think you gonna you gonna surpass all of them. Wipe them out because what, what's what, what's happening with the times is that shit is starting to be more real. And these mm-hmm. girls are starting to realize that, and, and, and especially the city girls, you don't wipe, you definitely gonna wipe them out. But it's these girls are starting <laughs> to realize that in order to get a good, first of all, you got these bitches rapping about um, fucking a nigga and taking this money, and these hoes in relationships and in love and getting beat up and shit. Okay, so that's number one. <laughs> that's number one. Number two, these girls are starting to realize, like, damn, well, this ain't the life to live because, yeah, I'm fucking this nigga for money, but it doesn't tell you about the part that come the aftermath for that. After you mm-hmm. fuck the nigga, the money they just tell you what look good. Yeah, the con, wait, what, what the condom break, or you catch a disease. So they don't tell you the aftermath in the in between. You know what I'm saying? So now these girls are starting to realize they want the real deal, and people are starting to want more of the real thing. And so all that rap right there is slowly, see the Migos slowly fading out. They don't make as many numbers as they used to, making a stag in her cell. She just had a concert, baby. She couldn't even, hello, sell out 100 seats. She did not sell even 100 wow. seats. Sales are low, so these shit is starting to fade. Now people are starting not to fuck with certain things. You know what I'm saying? So it's always good to be authentic and be true to yourself. Yourself, And I like your rapping style. You're not trying to, you look pretty, you look good when you rapping. You got a little sex appeal going on, but ain't too much. You know what I'm saying? It ain't oh, it ain't overbearing. You feel what I'm saying? Keep that. You know what I mean? I know when people get signs like that, they tell them to look sexy and all that. But sometimes that's why Nicki Minaj she looks sexy, but it ain't overbearing. You feel what I'm saying? Like she know how to work that shit where she ain't really showing too too much. You know what I mean? And that's how it's supposed to be because you want to sex do sales. You do want to appeal to the audience, but you also want people to focus on more what you're saying. And I like the fact that you already know how to work that. You ain't gonna really need too much artist development once you get to that stage. But what I'm saying is, your, your the, the era of being real, the era of 
of realisticness is coming up and you're going to be coming up in that era as well as me because right now keeping it real is it's not a, it's not a trend i'm sorry <laughs> it's not a motherfucking trend faking and flogging and facading is, is a trend for these days but this that, that's soon to change so as time grows you just okay. that, that's why people tell you to keep going and be consistent because as you grow time grows and flows and with time grows and flows up sprouts that big boom that, that that that's been that's been going on you know what i'm saying that's i understand now why people say keep going and you you go with the time you know what i mean because as you grow and time goes on things start to develop you know time keep time developing takes time and time and time i think time de- makes development the most um the most impeccable i hope i'm saying it right i think time makes development the most impeccable thing because when you develop with time it's priceless ain't no ain't you can't buy that so i think you're gonna do a a, a, a exceptionally well when it comes to this rap shit okay you may you may you know i said we're gonna speak to you another nick minaj and your generation though you know what I'm saying? As far as like her accolades and how she the queen of rap, how she can speak that shit to steal that shit. Fuck a Grammy, that, that shit read. Fuck a award, that shit. Even Drake got on stage and said that shit read. Fuck all that. We talking about the real, we talking about what the people say. It ain't about the awards, it's about what the motherfucking people are saying. The people say. Because the people gonna be the reason you get paid. Okay? So, uh, as Dolph say, get paid, young nigga get paid. Whatever you goddamn do, nigga, just get paid. <laughs> as Dolph would say yes so um if you can kind of like touch on like you know I know you I, I know you're a Dolph fan I can just tell you're a Dolph fan you probably follow his music he's it's, it's inspirational to you so could you just like just elaborate for us a little bit on how it was you know actually being in the area or being around in that city when Dolph actually passed like what was the feeling in the city like what were people doing like how did you feel if you can just elaborate just a little bit for me i don't want to you know get too deep in it but you know just elaborate a little bit on what the city was feeling when that day when it happened for those that follow me i, I wrote a song you know do it for those and i spoke on it but without even just speaking on how the people felt like that day was so sunny like it was so sunny and bright it was such a beautiful day Dolph was announced deceased it's like it rained the entire night we had an earthquake you know like the people were rowdy like before Dolph was even like I don't even know how people found out so fast but the whole streets was barricaded full of people like nothing but nothing but love nothing but love and it's, it's been like that ever since I've actually visited the cookie shop and that's a different type of feeling um, his energy is strong and I'm not even that type of person that's like oh I can see a spirit or you know I can feel energy but I'm not you know like oh I see spirits that's a bad spirit I, I feel energy and going to the cookie shop like Upon my first approach, I was shaking so badly. Some stranger came up to me. She was like, I'll take your pictures for you. And I'm shy. I'm very shy. Even though I rap, I'm shy. Or I have, you know, nervous anxiety. But for some reason, I rapped the song that I did for Dolph in front of everybody. Like, his energy is strong. Like, it's, 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 it's weird. But we know we took a huge loss. Uh, Huge loss, and it's, it's devastating. It's devastating, and I can speak for everybody with this statement. Devastating, and it's surreal. 
Like everybody woke up and oh my wish we can just go back and undo it. Nobody's over that yet. I don't think that's something anybody gonna ever get over. Yeah, it's 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 so sad to like even think about that. And you know, my grandma used to always say that when a um angel gets his wings, it turns dark. Cause you know, angel eyes is actually dark. Even though like the world try to make you feel like somebody's eyes being yeah, they're yeah the angel eyes are actually black, like pitch black. They're black. So, my grandma used to always say, you know, when uh, when somebody die and it turns dark like that, that means the angel has gotten their wings. But you know, hmm. I'm 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 spiritual, you know what I'm saying? And I, his energy is very strong because it went all over. It was it's everywhere. And the fact that you saying that it was just is just a weird feeling, you know what I'm saying? One day I would like to come mm-hmm. up to Memphis and actually visit that spot just so I can feel the energy because I want to know, like you know what I'm saying. And then a lot of times people be telling you stuff without telling you stuff. So I, I'm not I, I I wasn't a real big Dolph Young Dolph fan. I really wasn't. Um, but I like a few of his songs like I always tell people play with your bitch and um preach spoke to my gangster you know what I'm saying that's they spoke to my gangster like play with your bitch don't play with me ho gotti you know what I'm saying and I like it actually, if you think about Dolph if you like even just a few songs that you name he always raps in a storytelling format Yes, and that's what that's I picked why up I on took on you. to him so bad. That's like, what I picked on up from you. That's what I picked. I mean, I instantly was drawn to you when I heard you rapping the story. And I'm and like Mo Three, he's a storyteller as well. You know what I'm saying? Me being mm-hmm. me being an old a person that likes certain artists, I don't really get into the new artists like that, like Mo Three, King Von, because I like that's for the little generation, right? But now, you know, and it's so sad that it took for them to die for me to see this shit, and I hate it because I really can't get in them folks they flowers while they're here, but I listened to King Von, he was a storyteller in his own way, Mo Three was a storyteller in his own way, you know what I'm saying? And Dolph was too, you know what I'm saying? And I'm a Yo Gotta and a Money Bad fan, you feel me? Would I pay to see me in concert? Maybe I don't know, but I'm a I'm a I'm a fan of them. I've been a fan of Yo Gotti for for since Touchdown back in when he came out when he was first coming out in Memphis. You know what I'm saying? So for him to say Oh Gotti, I'm like, who this nigga is calling Gotti a hoe? Let me let me find out. So you know what I'm saying? So when I started like kind of like listening to listen to listen to the song. Then I listened to now preach was the first thing, and then get paid and then get paid. I'm like, okay, this nigga be talking his shit. You know what I'm saying? He be talking his shit. I've been a fan since 2012. Yeah, so I I really went, but I still I wasn't a big fan. I just liked them songs, and I'm like, okay, he'll talk nice looking young man. Okay, cool. And then after he died, I found that he was a Leo. I was like, oh, that's why he talked that shit. You know, I'm a Leo too. And so that Leo (laughs) energy, that shit be that Leo energy can turn the whole goddamn room inside out. If we feeling bad, you gonna feel it. If we feeling good, you gonna feeling so i get <laughs> i get what you're saying with the energy but yeah i feel like when i start reading up on him and i did that i did because i did a commentary video on Dolph about his death and you know his accolades and things of that nature and so when i start mm-hmm. reading about how he i'm like this man was fucking phenomenal like mm-hmm. this was this was a setup for me i'm sorry i know it's gonna come out but this was a setup for me this man was this, this man was putting in work but see people also know their time is limited just like tupac knew his time was limited 
when I started listening to some of his interviews, he was talking about if I ever die or when I die. You know what I'm saying? He was talking as if that shit was gonna happen before he got to a certain point. But he wanted to, re- you know, he wanted to make sure shit was in place, and he did. You know what I'm saying? His children ain't gonna ever have to want for that. His wife ain't gonna ever have to have to want for anything the way he put things in place. So. Shout out to Young Dolph, you know what I'm saying? You gone in the flesh, but your spirit never dies. And your spirit never always dies. live he on. He was warned about that, though. Huh? He was warned about that. Yep, yep. She had premonition too. She's spiritual. So, you know, they seen that shit before it happened. And they put things in place. He was, he got, he had a well, woman. He had an interview. He had an interview. Where somebody actually told him it. Where somebody really? told him, you need to be careful because a lot of rappers are dying in their hometown. He looked the man right in his face and said, Said, that ain't got shit to do with me. That's how comfortable he was at home. Oh, the man wow. said, I hear what you're saying. But you need to know and hear me when I say, don't ever get too comfortable when you go back home. Mm-hmm. And he was, baby. He was. Like he, he was comfortable. He was too comfortable. He was comfortable in Memphis and the way he just moved. But I seen a little video like, I don't know. I just be picking up on energy, and I just felt like he was moving real weird. It's like people movement. The body, like I feel like his body language was off, was off for that day when I seen like the video of him at the gas station and shit. And I was like, he probably felt something, but he ain't probably mm-hmm. know what he didn't know what it was. He just feel extra for. He probably felt real heavy, real weird. You know what I'm saying? But he ain't know what it was. Um, the way he was doing pumping gas with the door open. Mm-hmm. He was pumping gas, and then he was just like going. He was just like he was, it's like he was going. You know how somebody be pacing back and forth? It was like he was like, just like he was like, something was boggling him. This what his body language, this what it looked like. So I'm like, damn. So yeah, but um, I don't try to damp the mood, but <laughs> but yeah, I, I fuck with that. Long live dog. You never die in spirit. You know what I'm saying? Your spirit will live through somebody else. You know what I'm saying? When they say we don't die, we multiply. So yeah, it'd be many more dogs to come along. But anyway, um, let's get to the reason why we are here. Um, now, like I said, I came across Equan on Facebook, and she um, she was rapping, telling the story about her the death of her sister. Now, I heart anybody that has lost a sibling. If you guys don't know, if you ain't heard me talk about it many times before, I lost a brother in the prison system. Um, he got shanked. He got killed in the, in the prison system. Uh, on his way to transfer to get closer to home so he can come home and they kill him so um whether it it doesn't matter about him being in prison it don't matter people be trying to judge it doesn't matter about it the fact that i lost a, fr- a best friend the fact that i lost somebody that know me like the back of my hand the fact that i lost a brother something i never get back i never get to experience as children i never get a chance to experience you know none of the stuff that people have they have brothers experience so when somebody loses a sibling i definitely feel for them that's a different type of hurt that's a different type of feel you know what i'm saying your dog could die hell your one of your closest friends could die but when your sibling that you really really close to that you fuck with die that shit is a different type of hurt and nothing in the world can replace them people that's you grew up with them folks you know what i'm saying that's your role dog. y'all did dumb shit together like it's just a bunch of stuff you know what i'm saying like that goes along with that and when you lose that person it's like a party you go with them you know what I mean? Shit don't never be the same. 
So uh, Equan lost her sister. I don't know how many years ago it was, but she's going to get into that. So uh, Equan, without further ado, I want to go ahead and like you know talk about your sister and is she is your sister older than you? Is she? If you need to take a wusa, you know, let me know. You can take a wusa because I feel that I still it's been it's been eight years for me and I still feel like that. You know what I'm saying when it comes to talking with my brother. So, um, and I actually, I actually do something in his honor. I actually have a sauce that I sell um, in remembrance of him. And the sauce is based off his personality because he was a nice guy, but he had a little kick to him. So, you know, he had a little fire. He, you know, he'll turn up quick. He was a fire sign like me. So, um, the sauce is sweet and spicy, and it goes on any and everything. And he got along with any and everybody. So that's what I did. I based the sauce. The, the flavor of the sauce is based off his personality sweet spicy mm-hmm. and, and get along with everybody so it goes on everything so i sell that sauce remembers him and we're building a legacy we're gonna get his story out we're gonna you know this is I, I i see what my purpose is now i see where i'm going now you know what i'm saying it's the reason for the radio i didn't know where i was going with this radio she's like why is they keep put why you keep putting this in my vision with this radio stuff god what is going on now i see why it's meant for me to get the word out you know what i'm saying i'm like a messenger mm-hmm. I mean, it's time for me to get the word out so yeah, that's what I do. I'm the, I'm the messenger. I'm a messenger for people like you and people that want to tell their story and people that want to do their, you know, tell about their business and stuff. I'm the messenger, you know what I'm saying? I'm just a platform you come to. So, um, if you need to take a little woosah, we could do that. You know what I'm saying? If you need to take a little break, a little intermission, you know what I'm saying? We can do that. Um, just let me know how you feeling. I'm ready. Okay, okay. So, um, just go ahead. I do want to start off saying this. Um, Tamaria was my god sibling. Her mother took me in when I was a when I was a teenager. I'm sorry. Okay. Her mother took me in when I was a teenager. So I do want you know the world to know that. But that bond was still a bond meant to be because somehow we all have the same last name. But you know. Okay. So that's still your sister. We gonna we gonna roll that. That's it. That's sis. Can't nobody take that from. We rolling. We rolling with that. That's sister. Her mom stands with this interview 100%. She's been begging for this. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I've been, I listen. When I seen that, I was like, oh, my spirit was like, get her on, get her on. Excuse me, because at first I had, Mark. I had, I had passed by you, and I was, my spirit was like, uh uh-uh, uh, scroll back up, scroll back up, scroll back up, scroll back up. I was like, but, hey, I'm, but I'm scared. I was like, nope, just reach out to her. She say no, she just say no, scroll back up. It's like okay, so I, I couldn't sleep. I was like, let me go ahead and just jump in this girl inbox. I've been thinking about that. I haven't thinking about that shit for a minute. And so I got in. I was like, let me just get in her inbox. And I got in her inbox, and I'm like, oh, she responded. Oh my god, what she said? What she said? What she said? What she said? I got so as I know she said yes, but I ain't tell nobody. You know what I'm saying? Because I wanted, you know what I mean, to just be just big. And you know, when you talk about stuff before it happens, you know, people put juju and shit on it. So I be trying to not talk about too much. You know what I'm saying? Before it happens, I like I can't wait to interview her. This is gonna be so dope. But yeah. I'm excited. I'm happy you chose me. <laughs> I'm happy I chose you too, girl. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um whenever you're ready, girl, you know, just just talk us through it. Give us, you know, you can start from how, you know, how your relationship was. You can tell us, you know, just whatever you want to talk about about the you know what I'm saying? Whatever you want to talk about. It's this is the free free for all interview. So just whatever you want to talk about. Okay. So I already discussed the actual relationship. Um, when I say her mom took me in, like I lived with Tamiria, 
And my teenage years, we slept in the same bed, we ate the same food, we dated guy friends, just so everything that we did was always together. Like, we did each other hair, like, that was my sister, you know, and we always kept in touch, you know, even, you know, like I said earlier, I live from Memphis and Mississippi sometimes, but we were always keep in touch. That was like one friend I can actually say, we never, never, never argued. Like, we never argued. I guess because I understood it so well, like, she understood me so well. But, um, I don't, mm. well, where can I go with this? Well, let me say, Tamaria just passed away May 5th, 2020. So, it's only been a year and seven months. Um, I guess I can get into what actually happened with her and the people that she was around because my mind goes so many places. But um, like I said, she passed away in May 5th, 2020. Um, time area was laced. Um, I actually need to go back and I'm sorry for that. I know you're edit. But okay, so the same way that I'm a blended family with Tamir, basically, you know, like she also had another friend that she met just a couple years prior before we met. Like they were friends for 16 years. And so happened she also has our same last name. So it was like me and Tamiri was sisters and it was her cousin. And I don't want to say her name because I don't care about putting fame on this level. Oh, you know, so, you know, so Tamaria and the girl, they called each other cousins and the moms, they were cool and whatever. So everybody was cool. I was cool with the girl as well. So fast forward, um, Tamaria started going through something. Well, she had probably already been going through something, but she didn't reach out and let me know what she was going through until like the very end, around this time of 2019. So me being the big sister I am, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna get us some wine, we don't, you know, puff, puff. If you wanna scream, you can scream, you wanna, whatever it is. So, you know, she comes over and not to discuss her business, but she only tells me basically the surface. So that was all I knew. That's my sister, you know, like I didn't look at her like, uh-uh, it's something else, like, that's my sister, she gonna tell me, you know? So the surface, what most people go through, boyfriend drama, side hope problems, like that was all that she discussed with me personally. But yeah, you know, so we chill. We, she stayed the night with me. We were supposed to go to church, we woke up too late. So she left, came back. We, this was um, actually like January of 2020, so February, she comes over, she get her hair done, you know, all of us are chilling with my kids. Me, still thinking that the only thing that she was dealing with was that one situation which she told me was over with, you know. So it wasn't nothing much to talk about then. We just really turned up. So that was February. So like, I, I say around April, um, I ended up in Facebook jail, and I think something was going on with my phone, but I wasn't on social media at all. And, you know, they do 30 days. So I ended up getting a text from one of my friends, like, oh, Tamiria tagged you in a post asking you where you at. I'm like, tell her, text my phone. You know, so this April. So in my head, she never texted me, but in my head, I wasn't thinking like something was really wrong. Like, you know where I'm at, you know where I stay. I didn't think nothing was really wrong. I didn't think nothing of it. So 
um, she ended up disappearing for a while. And then when she popped back out, she popped back out like, men and Tamiri are thin women. Like, we're thin. <laughs> and like, at the same time, it was like the end of April, we had just started gaining weight. Like, bitch, you were good, girl. You know, like, she was looking her best. Like, never been there big. Like, she wasn't a person that was thick and then went thin. She's always been for real. Like, that's 100 pounds soaking wet for real. So, you know, she's looking good. That's, that's the only thing I'm thinking in my head. So, I'm really believing. Sis, it's good. Like, you can't be, you can't go from 100, 100 pounds to 120 and be still stressing. So, in my head, I'm like, sis, good. So, me still in Facebook jail, I'm at home. Um, I was with my roommate at the time. So, we were laughing and stuff. For some reason, I was the happiest person I could be. Fast forward to May 5th. So, I'm chilling at home, and I get a message from a mutual friend. I'm not me. And the first half of the message, just says, bitch, call me. So, I just laugh. I'm like, you know, I can't use this stuff to contact you. Like, you got to call my phone. At least, I don't know. So... I ended up calling her phone. She said nothing. So I actually clicked on the message. The message said, bitch, call me. Somebody just found Tamiria dead. So. What? Yes, like. I couldn't breathe, but it was so unbelievable that I needed reassurance. I needed somebody to tell me this, like. I'm, I'm texting Tamaria, I'm calling Tamaria to no avail. So I scrolled Facebook. Um, that was like, she was with these guys that, I, you know, that we went to school with, that we all knew. You know, I've even hung with Tamaria around now, and no, they did nothing to her. But um, I go to one of their pages, and Big Bubble Letters says, I tried everything I could to save her. Knock the wind out of my chest. Knock the wind out of my chest. And this was like 11 or midnight, single the mile. So the actual breakdown of that story, um, the girl in reference of 16 years of friendship was hanging with Tamiria single the mile. Um, this girl knew what was under the surface of what I knew Tamiria was dealing with. Um, Tamiria had resorted to perks, you know, like, Whatever the issue was, she resorted to taking Percocets. So, me still not knowing, if you remember the whole time frame, I just gave you for a reason. Me still not knowing none of this. You know, I know she drank. I I know she drank. I knew, you know, she smoked her little reefer. I don't know if we can say that on here. But, you know, I don't know. You can say whatever. Girl, talk, oh, okay. about talk about it. I didn't know she smoked. I mean, I knew she smoked with me. I just didn't have no idea, like, no idea about pills at all. Which I wouldn't have been judgmental. You know what I'm saying? Because before her death, I knew nothing. I had no knowledge of the outcome. But anyway, so, Tamarian passed away May 5th, right? Mm-hmm. When I go see Tamiria's mom, because I didn't go to sleep that day. So when, when the sun came up May 6th, I went to Tamiria's mom's house. So she sits me down and she was like, you know, Tamiria had tried to reach out to you back in April to tell you about the addiction. And when she was reaching out to me, she was telling me, you know, she was actually going to get herself help, which she did. And keep this in mind. Tamiria went and got help, all right? 
Oh my fucking god. Hmm. Tamaria one got help. Take your time. It's okay. Take your time. Take your time. I'm sorry. It's okay. Take your time, girl. Take your time. So Tamaria went to get help. And seven days after she was released, as soon as she died. The girl knew Tamaria went to get help. She knew about the addiction. She drove Tamaria to take this pill, to go get this pill. Now, I would never sit here and say, like, the reason I despise this girl is for driving. Well, no, I'll take that back. I can never blame her for something that my sister actually put in her own mouth. You get what I'm saying? Because as a woman, you got to be held accountable to a certain extent. But as a friend... As a friend, you should have never took her. Seven days ago, she just got out of this the facility for this same thing. You should have never took her. But you loaded her up. You took her over there. She, y'all supposedly bought two of those pills. Y'all both supposedly took them. And the girl want to claim that she just, you know, they took the pill and they went from where they was back to the guy's house that I mentioned earlier, right? Fast forward to autopsy. The girl rode around with my sister about 26 minutes. <laughs> I would, oh, I don't want to post no threats on here because I'm an upcoming artist. Can you, re- can you say it again? You said a girl, after they left the guy's house, cause you kind of broke up a little bit. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Um, it's okay. You said when, the, so you said the girl, they were supposedly taking the pills. And when they took the pills, they were supposed to go back to the guy's house. And then you said when they did the yeah. autopsy, what happened during that time? They did the autopsy? Um, that's when they found out that the pill that um well no I'm going too fast I'm sorry about that okay that's okay go ahead yeah, girl listen we they listening either they gonna tune in and listen we just listening you you're telling your story so if you miss out on some parts you know you just chime in where you feel the need to you know what I'm saying so I mean you know correct we need to feel the need to so we we here I'm listening go ahead okay um okay so she says that she goes from where they got the pill back to the guy's house who made the post. You know, that I told you I seen like you mm-hmm. tried everything to it. Mm-hmm. So she says that's how the destination went. But um like I said, I know those guys. I graduated with them, starting the class, just a few seats over. You know, so I asked him what happened from his standpoint. I know you can't tell me what happened when she left from in front of you, but when she arrived back to you, his standpoint was the girl, the friend of 16 years, she gets out the car. She goes walking up to the house. They're like, oh, where's Ty? I thought Ty was with you. You know? She's like, oh, Ty, Ty sleep. She fell asleep in the car. Ty sleep. You know, like, Ty sleep. Like, nothing, nothing else. It's like, she sleep. You just gonna leave in the car? She sleep. So the guy go to the car. He's like, man, Ty. He said, he opened the door. You can already tell she was gone. He said, she was bent over, bent over like she, she was slobbing. And had no post. Like, you know, so they, they did what they could to get help. Um, CPR did not work. Uh, defibrillator did not work. Um, nor, nor, um, what is the name of those pins? Um, Narcon. 
I, I, I can't think of it right now, but it's a certain type of pen that they use in situations like that. That'll just basically bring it back up. Nothing worked, long story short. Nothing worked, it was too late. So the girl, the friend, once again, she didn't want to tell the police her name. <laughs> so somebody at the scene had to call Antimerius mutual friend and say, hey, you know, what's the girl name that be, you know, da 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 And we had to give him, a name, give him a name so he can go back and tell them. So mind you, this whole time, like, she's just out there. Like, her mom was like the last person to know. <sighs> but that girl supposed to be family, like. But, um, so, so, like, after that, like, we plan for the funeral. Let's say I need to say this. That was Tamiria's. Tamiria was her mother's only child. No grandchildren. She was the only thing that woman had. No husband. Just, it, it's been Shauna and Tamiria. Like, so, you know, that was very hard. But I must say, like, she appreciates having me. She, she values me as her daughter. She actually told me, with you here, I'll never not have a daughter. You know, so tell me right now I got her mama. But from that point, you know, I was just with her mama a lot, planning to um really, uh, My birth, Tamaria passed May 5th. Um, my birthday was May 14th. Oh. So Tamaria's funeral was May 15th. So, no. My birthday is May 14th. The wake was May 15th, and the funeral was May 16th. So I had to do time is hair. I had about like it's not about no, I'm not telling nobody to count no dollar fees, but I just need people to understand what it's like from what people don't talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's not just like, oh well, the funeral handles, you know, funeral home handles everything. We show up and you know, we get to see glitz and glam. It does not work like that. You know, like, the day my sister passed away, she had just got a hair <laughs> Crazy. Blowing was her favorite color. So, with, like I said, that was my son's only child. So, sure enough, family gonna do, you know, come in and do what family need to do. But I had to do my sister's hair. I had to do my sister's makeup. I had to, like, and when I say that, I mean, like, I had to go to the funeral home on my birthday. That's what I did for my birthday. They brought her out the cooler directly to me. Toe tag, body bag, frozen, autopsy cut, scars on my birthday. Like, people don't know what that's like. That's, that's not easy. It's not easy. <laughs> but... You know, we pulled through. We got everything how she would like. She had a blonde hair. She had on a body that, you know, dressed like something Beyonce would wear. She was doing it. Made sure she had a nose ring in. Made sure she had a, you know, little wing on her because she don't play about that. She was she was a baddie, like the same way she was when she was here. So that was beautiful. Casket was purple. Um, but, you know, like I said, when autopsy finally came back, um, they sold Tamiria Percocet lace with Xenix, lace with hair, and lace with fentanyl. 
so happened that everything in that pill was the exact legal dose that it needed to be. And that's where responsibility kicks in on the next person. Because even though she may have chose to take pills, you know, people know you can overdose on pills. Mm-hmm. You know, but you can't act like lace is a regular thing. Now, overdose is one thing. You take too many. But if you take one pill, you didn't, you didn't ask for the outcome. You get what I'm saying? Like, if I smoke cigarettes, right, and I go to the store, and I, I say, hey, give me a pack of cigarettes. So happened one of the cigarettes got rat poison in it. I smoke it and I die. I didn't ask for that just because I chose to smoke a cigarette. Like, that, that, that shouldn't be an outcome, but somebody tampered with it. You know, like, that's where responsibility comes from. So do you think that... <clears throat> Do you think that the girl who got the pill knew who she was getting the pill from and she tampered with it? Or you think the pill was already laced before your sister got it? I think that the girl that was with my sister, because like I said, I would always make my sister responsible for her choice of drug. You get what I'm saying? But that was not her choice of drug. But um, when I hold the girl accountable, because like I said, for one, you shouldn't have drove her over there. She was only a week out of rehab, you know? And that's just one thing. Secondly, you say y'all both took the same thing. Nothing happened to you. And then, like I was trying to speak on earlier, she stayed, she transported from one place directly to the next. I talked to show that my sister was in that car with the girl 26 minutes. Like, whatever happened to my sister, whether it was a seizure, whether it was... Whether it was she just instantly like just started saying that whatever happened, it happened in that girl's presence for 26 minutes. Minutes, but the fact she won't speak out, your mind can only do so much. Maybe they were chilling in trap. Let's be real. Just think about it. Even if you have no no clue about the trap, like the TV will show you to a certain extent. But just say we watching an episode of Power and somebody chilling at the trap house and overdose. What you what you think we gonna say, I don't know what you can do, but you got to get her from over there. So mm-hmm. I just feel like that's something that possibly happened. She rode around, you know, rode around till she felt like, okay, let me take her over here to them. You know, like, maybe they don't know what to do because they were athletes in high school. They, you know, you had to be CPR certified going to South Haven High School. Like, they talked us in the cafeteria, you know, so that's just only what I can conclude from the 26 minutes, but, but we do not know. She wants to speak out. You know, when it first happened, she texted me. You know, I texted her like with no anger because I already knew everybody was attacking her. So I'm like, if I go at this girl a different approach and I let her feel comfortable, let's see what she would tell me. Because even her mom had no answers, but she just knew her baby was gone. So the girl was like, you know, I'm gonna call you. Let me feed my kids, and she blocked my number. I never heard from her again. She blocked me on social media, blocked my number. Why are you doing all that? I, I didn't accuse you of anything. Like, I didn't attack you. I didn't threaten you. That's just suspicious behavior to me. And, like, she never said sorry, but she would text and say, like, oh, well, I'm not going to come to the funeral. Uh, Nisha's going to be doing all that stuff for Tommy area. And I'm jealous of, like, who cares? Who cares? Mm. Like, it's all about showing up. Like, it was just so many different excuses, and she it was just such a sorry excuse on the phone. Because she never showed up to this day. She never even showed up. That was me. 
I'm outside my side of the house every day on my knees, baby. I'm sorry. Baby, and however many times I could be crying right now and that woman can call me and talk about her baby. I'm finna hush all my shit up. I have to hear that story a million times. I have to hear them tears a million times. I ain't, you know, like, I'm in the I love spot. the I'm fact sorry. that woman love me the way I love her. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm in the Why? Go ahead. I, I, I want to ask the question, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, you know, it was just basically like the girl never showed up. She never said sorry. She never showed guilt. She never cared about telling her side of the story. She never cared about explaining. She never cared about the family's grief. She never cared. Like, she never showed up. She never showed empathy for her life. You know, like, it was, it's just the most weirdest thing, but it's just weird. Cause I actually posted that video back in May of this year. Mm-hmm. And that's when she spoke out to me. Girl, don't wait till it goes viral, because you know we felt like that May 6, 2020. Like, when we woke up the next day after she was gone, you knew we felt like that. Like, if you was to ask her mom how you feel, you would think that she's looking at the lyrics to that song I just wrote. Because all I did was just collect all of it and just put it out there. Put it in the song. literally how we felt. And she knew that. So don't wait till it's viral and everybody long. Like, I don't, don't wait till it's viral and come tell me your story. We're going to actually put the song inside of the um, podcast. So once the interview is over, you guys will be able to go and hear the snippet of the song. And I had planned on reposting it before I even interviewed her or thought to reach out to interview her. I was going to repost it because she was snapping. So I was going to repost the interview anyway. Um, I mean, I'm sorry not to interview with the song anyway. I had a question. So what's what's her name? Was Tiberia? Tiberia. Tiberia. Okay, I'm sorry. Tiberia. May she rest in peace. Um it's sad that she went out like that. How was she older than you or how how old was she? How old was she? She was twenty five. And how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm twenty eight now, I was twenty seven well, turning twenty seven. I was twenty six at the time young girl young um full of probably full of life and just had a whole life ahead of her didn't get a chance to experience life because of the selfishness of somebody else see sometimes people uh have vendettas against others and we don't even know these things you know sounds like well just from you talking and how the girl interacting with you with you guys and maybe how she interacted with her sound like it was a little bit of jealousy there but then you probably would never know because a lot of times people don't just come out and tell you their issues or their problems because they feel embarrassed and it's probably one of the reasons why she you know what i'm saying you didn't want to tell you what was going on because she didn't want you to look at her no type of way or feel no type of way you know sometimes people have their own way of like reaching out you know what i mean and so that be my thing too like when people reach out to me, I go ahead, you know, I try to, you know what I'm saying, if I can, because you don't never know, you know what I mean, but I, I, that's sad that, you know what I'm saying, that happened to her, and the fact that, Charlie, if you were really genuine, you know what I'm saying, you, you're you going to come, and you're going to, like, this is what happened, and this is how I went, you're going to be, you know, remorseful to the family and things, you're not even remorseful, so that's, that, that, that's, that pose a, a red flag for me. And then the fact that you, you know, reaching out a year later, but then I, but then on the other hand, people grieve different. But then again, no, uh, uh-uh. uh, because if you knew, if you seen something was wrong with her while you was riding, why you ain't, you should have. You gonna grieve more than the mother now? That's what I can't respect. You right? Everybody grieves different. 
But you can't grieve more than her mother. That's true. That's true. You, she didn't like. If she would have blocked me and told her mama something, I would have respected it. My mama, my god, mama has no peace. Mm-hmm. No peace. No peace. And it brings tears to my eyes because she's fighting and I'm trying. I do my best to make sure she keeps fighting. Because it ain't even just living life no more. She's at the point where she knows she's just fighting a bill. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. That's heavy. This girl is. Mm-hmm. So when she reached out to you, what did she say? Uh, I wish I can pull it up actually. Because I like quoting people's updates. So she basically was just. Basically, she tells me, she doesn't tell me. She never spoke, she never spoke on what happened in 26 minutes. If, like, she never, she, she never spoke on the time gap. But she did try to tell me, like, once she pulled up, you know, once she pulled up to the guy's house, she was, I tried to wake up. I didn't think nothing was wrong. And um, she wouldn't wake up. So I was just like, oh, she need to get up type stuff, you know. Like, she's like, oh, I thought, you know, maybe she was just too high at the moment. Um, they came outside and asked me, was she okay? And I said, I don't know. Like, it's just so nonchalant. What kind of friend is that, though? That sounds like some jealousy shit. What kind of friend is that? Like, I'm gonna make sure my folks right. Like, hey, look, Pete, bitch, you ain't there. What's going on? You all right? Like, I don't play that type of shit. You feel what I'm saying? And for you to be a friend and you supposed to be riding around, first of all, I don't like, I don't, if I know that my friend just came out of rehab, she's trying to recover from some stuff, I'm not, even if I do it, or if I do drugs and pills, I'm not even finna take her around. You around that, you know what I'm saying? Because I know you're trying to heal from that. We ain't even going to the truck. Let's go get some food or something. Let's go, let's do some other shit. I ain't even finna have you around that shit. Let's go get a drink or something. Let's not even fuck with the pills today. We'll do that shit another time. Yeah, she said that herself. She said, man, you think I just feel fucked up about it that I should have never took her over there? I should have never took her over there to get that damn pill. Yeah, she gonna, she, she gonna come out and probably say something because that guilt probably eating her ass up. It probably has been eating her ass up. So, I mean, that shit there is, is, is crazy. It's wild, guys. And you just have to be careful, like, who you with. Even though you know these people, you know these persons, sometimes people's intentions don't be good. They think shit be funny. You know what I'm saying? Like, you probably thought that shit was funny and cool. Like, she just got out. She getting out. I'm finna get down. Take over to do this and third. You probably thought that shit was cool when that shit wasn't. That shit ended up in her dying because you wanted to be irresponsible with your choices. Now, I can't. Now, one thing I ain't. One thing I do. Unstable, real unstable, unhealthy ass friendship. See? See what I'm saying? So one thing I do disagree with you on, I know you do have to hold your sister accountable for what she did, but there's also a thing called peer pressure. And peer pressure is definitely real. 
So we don't know exactly the events and stuff that took place. If she pressed her into that, if your sister was saying, nah, man, I don't want to do it, I want to do it. She could be like, man, just take this shit one time. It ain't going to hurt. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just one time, I want to feel, I want to get how they feel good together. We're going to go over here and do this, that, and third. She could have been pressuring her into her, you know, her into taking it. Or she could have did some shit like, I'm going to use her as a test dummy. I'm going to go over and get these pills from this nigga and give them to her and see if they work out. If she die from this shit or something happened to her from this shit, I ain't going to fuck with her. I ain't gonna take them. You feel what I'm saying? Some she people. She took one. She couldn't have because she'd be dead too. That's not like. Not to question God, but girl, why are you still here? Why are you still here? But. Yeah, you would be dead. She would be dead too. There was a whole bunch of jealousy. Like. Yeah, that's what I said. Tamir, Tamir was like 5'1, five, 5'2, five, real thin, but she had hips. No butt, really, but she had hips. Um, you know, light skin, and she kept her hair late. So she was just a real pretty girl. Like, she wasn't bougie, but she looked, I ain't gonna say she looked bougie. I guess she looked bougie. I call her a little bougie bitch, because that's really, that explains it. Yep, that sums it up. <laughs> that sums it up. Yeah, so that's what I seen. I seen some jealousy in there. And, you know, hopefully one day she get the balls enough to you know, come out and say, hey, well, this is what happened. This is what's going on. I, you know, hopefully she get the courage enough of that guilt eat her ass up enough where she got to come out and just tell the truth. Excuse me. She just got to tell the truth. I'm sorry. I, I don't burp. Shit, excuse me. <laughs> well, she just come out and actually, <laughs> she actually just come out and tell, like, the truth of what really happened. And me, I go digging for shit. I search for shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what happened. I, I want to know the truth behind what the fuck took place. You know, it was more anger than like sadness. Like, what the fuck is going? Like, what? You know? And when I'm hearing you talk, I'm feeling like you just feeling like you just don't really. It's like a numb. It's kind of like a numbing feeling, but at the same time, you feeling pain. You feeling hurt. You upset. You know what I'm saying? You got all kind of emotions going on. And you know, I always say. So I always tell people like death don't get you don't get over it you just get through it there's no such thing as getting over it you just get through the shit you learn to bear with the pain you learn to bear with the shit and eventually you find peace in it or I always say find some type of purpose you know what I'm saying do something in honor of that person you know what I'm saying or let people something you know what I mean like you rapping you telling the story you keep doing that shit that's gonna bring more light to the story and eventually this girl is gonna come out thousands and thousands of people saying her name that just be so beautiful to me but honestly just to be honest I don't even listen to that song you don't listen to the song not at all like even when it come to my notification on TikTok you know everything on TikTok just don't play out loud like when when I go to my notifications I automatically just cut my phone volume down because it's really like the way I told you how I write you know, it's, it's it's a feeling that I'm feeling. So the same way people be like, I'm going to write this down and burn it so I can let it out and not deal with it, you know. It, it was one of those things because that was the first time I ever told anybody anything that happened to Tommy. That was the first time. Like I, like, I used to speak like justice for my sister, speak on my sister every day, but I never mentioned what happened. So it all just came out. That's why, like, it really blew up so fast because even those around me, if you didn't know her, you just didn't know her big, like you didn't know. 
Because like, so, it's one of them things that I was okay with discussing. So were you in Mississippi? Was she in Mississippi and you was in Memphis at the time? Or y'all was both, both in Mississippi? Y'all both in Mississippi, okay. No, we were, we were both in Memphis. Oh, Memphis. I'm sorry. I'm both in Memphis. Okay. No. Both in Memphis. Both in Memphis. to not trust everybody and like don't take everything like I I don't know much about peers I'm not even sure if you can actually look at one and tell if it's been tampered but I can't even like it's just hard to say because once it's an addiction like you can't just tell someone like put it down you know like but know that there can be consequences that you can't you won't be familiar with like you just can't think you know everything. Like, I do this. I know what it looks like. You can't trust everybody. Like, people do anything for a dollar. So as long as you buy Damn sure will. They don't care. They don't care about you coming back. You know? So just... Everybody just need to be careful and... Mm-hmm. They sure will. Just be careful. Just gotta be careful, man. I mean, they look... The pills look just alike. Like the pills, look, you there's no unless you like a scientist or some shit, then you hey, know come on, man. you ain't gonna know the difference between the perk and the pill, the perk and the fentanyl. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I just pray that, and I'm sorry, I'm looking up the, the I'm just just looking at the pictures of them right now to see if you can see the difference between a Percocet and a and a real one and no you really can't there's no difference when it was Cinco de Mayo so I'm pretty like I'm knowing they had drinks because she kind of like she blocked that whole day and it's, it's weird like she made so many posts that day on Facebook like she posted herself so we had a picture of her today that she passed she posted where she went and got her some like kilo mixed drink daiquiris, you know. So she posted that. And her very last post said, Thank God I'm above the grave. I mean, thank God I'm above the ground and not in the grave. Thank God I woke up wow. this morning. Thank God I'm in my bed and not an ambulance. Like, that was her last post. And the post right before that, like I told you, I was in a Facebook jail. The post, the post right before that said, free my sister, Nisha E. Kwan. So imagine getting out of Facebook jail and you can finally respond, but she can't. Like, she never can. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. I mean, my own feelings. <laughs> this shit crazy. I, I mean, that's... Poor <laughs> child. This shit crazy. I, I mean, I... I don't know. I just, you know, people out there that do pills, y'all just be careful. Be careful taking these Percocets and they don't care about clientele. They care about the dollar sign. Please don't care how much they smile on your face. They do not care. They do not care about you. They care about what's in your pocket. That's it. That shit laced with all kind of shit. How you mix everything in her pill? Every fucking drug you can think of. Like, how? Fucking how? Why? Oh, I'm not finna even do that shit to myself, though. 
terrible. Um, I appreciate you coming on and actually telling us about your sister. Guys, if you know anybody that do pills, if you out there and you do pills, please be careful. I had a, a neighborhood person that I knew in the neighborhood that I live in. She ended up dying of overdose of this fake Percocets. Um, and she died right in her bed. Her sons came in and found her. So, mm -hmm. you know, and some people that she knew gave her the shit, gave it to her. Mm -hmm. So, guys, please, and we, you know, we ask you just to be careful about what you're doing, what you're taking, um, and the rise of this type of stuff. It's on this stuff. This type of stuff is on the rise, and it's good that she's bringing awareness to it. Um, Equan, tell us what we can find you at. On all platforms at E Q U A N N. That's my YouTube, my Facebook, my TikTok, and my Instagram. All platforms, even Apple Music, Spotify. You know, I actually do music for real, like you know. for real, for real. Spotify too. I heard some of her other stuff as well. Well, guys, you already know how we end this. She's good. I'm telling you, she's good. You already know how we end this interview, guys. It's been nice. It has been fun. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I keep down burping, y'all. Y'all know. I'm sorry. Y'all know how I be doing. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Past the great poupon, baby. I just burp. Jesus Christ. Oh shit. Look, my damn nail. <laughs> Thank you. Look, I'm making noise in the background. Look, well, y'all gonna hear this and y'all. Um, y'all go follow her. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for coming on. Thank you for that compliment as well, too. Y'all go follow her and y'all check out her music. She's a phenomenal artist. She's dope. You already know. Follow me, but don't unfollow me at Ruby Jew Radio. You already know Ooh. that um you know, it's, you know, I always say it's been nice, it's been fun, but your girl gotta run. Life is too short. Have fun some of the time. Ain't shit all good when your ass is all broke, so keep some money in your pocket. The most expensive thing is a closed mind, so always keep your shit open. And remember to always tell the truth, even when no one is listening, because somebody hit your ass, okay? And if you don't remember anything you said or did in this recording, in this, in this, in this whole shit that we got going on, then remember that we people revenge, strong people forgive intelligent people ignore figure out what person you are and we are out of here guys thank you so much for spending your time with me girl we appreciate you on this great 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 day and uh keep your sister name alive keep telling that story and, and somebody listening somebody hit this shit long live Tamaria. peace this a story by my sister, she was hanging with a bitch Wish she woulda never met her on some grimy ass shit Probably kill her if I catch her, I really hate the bitch Why the fuck you let my sister die while riding in her wheel? And damn, your ass kept sliding, ain't even call for help And she was dying right beside you, you pull up to the trap Hop out like it was straight, by the time they got the tie It was already too late, and damn and now my sister gone forever I wish she could've lived so she could learn to live better These bitches ain't your friends Swear to God they all your enemies Don't show up to the funeral telling people that you envy me Damn Don't get no fuck by how you feel You wouldn't even make no statements on who made that fucking pill Y'all was friends for 16 years though Shit ain't even real ho If your ass ain't do it Why the fuck you acting guilty for? Bitch, and for my sister I'm gon' slide If you wanna face these problems ho Just bring your ass outside yeah, and I'ma keep tired alive. She